And so uh, you will be very satisfied with what you came to receive. Amen. Amen. I promise you, you will be satisfied if that is what you came to receive. Amen. If you came to receive a word from the Lord. I'm going to uh, just slow down just a little bit and uh, take our time because the word of the Lord today is um, a present and prophetic word um, that is in line with, I believe the Lord has sent it, because it is in line with where we are presently as a people, as a uh, city, as a state, as a nation, and as a world. Um, from time to time, as in days of old, God would speak through his prophets and speak to his people through his prophets. And um, his prophets would let the people know what was on the heart and mind Jesus, of God. Jesus. That's what prophets are for. Jesus. Um, real prophets uh, don't prophesy cars and houses amen, and the Lord's blessing right. is coming up. That's right, that's right. And when God gonna do it. That's right. not what that's real prophets right. are not. Those are not real prophets. Real prophets of God tell. They tell now and they foretell. They mm -hmm. foretell. Mm -hmm what the times are and what the heart and the mind of God is. Those are prophets. Amen, amen, Those amen. are real prophets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Jehoshaphat told the people to hear the prophet, believe God, hear the prophet, and you will be established and you, you will be able to go forth. The prophetic word is extremely important and imperative to the world and certainly to the body of Christ. That's why such warfare has gone out to dismantle um, the prophetic voice right, and right, to dismantle right. and to uh, disqualify prophets. Amen, 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 amen. Um, because unfortunately, in this day and age, the prophetic voice has been lumped in with all the other voices that are speaking all kind of other things in the name of prophecy. Right, right, right. So we don't come in the name of prophecy. Right. We come with a prophetic word this morning. Um, and uh, again, as I said, every now and then God will speak to and share with us the state of the church. And I'm uh, standing here this morning to share with you what the Lord shared with me at 4 a.m. this morning regarding the state of the church. Yeah. We've been talking about the church as the body of Christ, and we've been talking about the bone structure of the church. We've been studying it, a uh, Bible study, and, and now in our Sunday morning Bible study, Bible class, um, the, the bone structure of the church. Take it from Ezekiel 37, talking about, you know, will, can these bones live? And the bones coming together and becoming a mighty army. And, and so we've been talking about bone builders and bone maintainers and bone recyclers. If you've been around Fresh Start Worship Center for the last several weeks anyway, right. um, or the last month or so. Um, but at any rate, um, we want to come down through now with this word that the Lord has given us to prophetically pronounce to us 
And, and let me let me share with you the interesting thing about prophecy, and you'll read of this if you read uh, the prophets, major and minor, in the Old Testament. You will see that um, it wasn't so much uh, uh, gathering a crowd or how many people they spoke to or or certain settings or or, or getting an invitation to speak. Um, right. Stay with me. Um, it wasn't about them because they weren't invited usually to speak to anybody. There was a time or two when um, the king would call for Hezekiah and another king would call for a real prophet right. after he got tired of hearing fake prophets. Right, right. Um, he would call for a real prophet, but usually they were left out of the crowd, the real prophets yeah, were, right. um, because prophets aren't invited. Words of prophecy aren't invited in. Are you with right, me? Right. Um, to, so so, so pro the prophetic word is usually pronounced over a place, over a people, over a situation, yeah. uninvited, uninvited. Uh, not really asked for, and really not wanted, right. um, but nonetheless needed. Are you with me? Yes. The prophetic word is needed because we need to know what's on the heart of God, what's on the mind of God, uh, what God's thinking, what he's feeling, what he's doing. Um, here we have in the Bible, we have the, uh, we have the already spoken word of God established, but there's also the proceeding of the prophetic word of God. Amen. Um, that uh, goes out as well. And uh, y'all can talk back to me if yes, you want to. This amen. is really amen. okay. Uh -huh. um, amen. Yeah. Glory to God. Or you can just sit and hear the word of the Lord this morning. Because I do want you, whether you respond audibly, verbally, amens are always welcomed and in order. But even if not, receive this word of the Lord today yes. to the body of Christ, to the, to the church. The state of the church. Um, and 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 I and, and I and I put a hyphen there. The struggle is real in our day and age. The state of the church. Um, you look at the state of the world. Look at the state of our city. Look at the state of our nation. I, I don't need to ask you to go any further than that. Look at how things are going. All right. I'm not asking you to 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 subscribe or to ascribe to a certain political party or or or, or, or gender or anything else or idea ideology or concept. But just look at the state of the world. Look at the language that's being thrown out. Look at the climate that is being uh, encouraged. Are y'all with me? Uh, look 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 at look at the influences and the. Um, uh, uh, the lack of love and the climate and, and the hatred uh, that's being spewed out and encouraged and other people picking it up even down to our children and going to school with that same spirit or same hatred same mindset same uh, foul language toward uh, uh, foreigners or, or even those who are of this nation are y'all with me? Uh, you know what I'm talking about and it doesn't take ascribing to a certain political party to know spiritually what is happening and the dynamics that these things can create as far as influencing our world and influencing our children. We really ought to be concerned. And if anybody ought to be concerned and, and ready and armed to do something about it, it should be the church. And the church should constantly be checking and balancing to make sure that we are lining up and we are in line and that we are right, amen? So that when it is time for the church to stand up, rise up, speak up, and look up, that we're able and capable to do that. Amen. Amen. But 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 what God gave me this morning at 4 a.m. this morning, and I just began to write, amen, is that we are right now experiencing a church culture and climate that is drunk and disorderly. Wow. 
drunk and disorderly. I didn't know what uh, the, 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 the absolute definition of, of the charge of drunk and disorderly is. I had to look it up. And so what I discovered is that drunk and disorderly is a charge that is given when one is found in public intoxication. It is a legal charge alleging that a person is visibly drunk or under the influence, under the influence of drugs publicly. And what the Lord said to me and what I share with you and with us today is that we as a people, the church, are intoxicated with our own individuality. We are intoxicated with what our own individuality. Therefore, therefore, we don't have the ability to have a permanent, lasting, and strong influence on the world. Wow. So therefore, spiritual wickedness, yeah. hatred, are y'all with me? All kind of other things that are being spewed out over the airwaves, yeah. over our media, over our news, over uh, in Washington, throughout the nation. Therefore, uh, innocent, <coughs> excuse me, children who are at our borders, oh who, God, who God, are seeking asylum, are y'all with me? Yeah. And, and people who the Bible says we're supposed to welcome the foreigner. Don't be quiet on the Holy Ghost. We're supposed to welcome the foreigner, welcome the widow, the stranger. We're supposed to welcome them. Are y'all with me? And I understand that there are laws. We understand that there are laws, but there's the law of the word of God. And our heart posture should be that we welcome, that we do whatever we can as a nation, as a people that are successful. This is not a third world country of which Buddy is getting ready to visit in just a little while. We are not a third world country. We have resources. We have abilities. Are y'all still with me? Above all, we have, are we supposed to be a Christian nation? Talk to me. Founded on so-called Christian principles. But, but what we're not showing forth of Christian behavior in welcoming the stranger, taking care of the widow. Are y'all with me? The outcast, feeding the homeless, clothing the naked, visiting those that are in prison. Are you still with me? And we, the church, are to be the front runners in doing it. It's not up to civic associations, organizations, fraternities, and sororities. That's wonderful work they do, but the church, are y'all with me? Should be the front runners in all of this. So we ought to be in the position and we ought to be in the posture and we should be in the place, are you with me? Where we're not drunk and disorderly. We're intoxicated on our own individuality. In other words, if it ain't about me and it don't bless me and it ain't for me, I won't hear it. I don't have anything to do with it. If it doesn't advance my agenda, then I don't want to have anything to do with it. If it doesn't make me look good, I don't want to have anything to do with it. If it doesn't benefit me in some capacity, oh, okay, here it is. Here's a corporate, here's corporate lingo that we don't weaved into the church. If I don't have any buy-in, that's a corporate lingo. What that means is you get people to buy into the vision. You get you get people to see where the where they're at in the vision. Wait a minute, hold on, back it up, back it up, back it up. No, 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 no. We're not we're not here to get anybody to buy into this. That's right. Come okay. on. 
Thank you for that pastor. Can I tell you why? Because you and I have been bought with a price. Okay, alright, alright. In all our disgusting sin on somebody, in all of our wrath and our filthiness of our flesh, in everything that God had to get us out of, he didn't have to buy into that. But he bought us. You need to shout right there because your salvation wasn't somebody buying into you. But it was the fact that before you knew yourself, before you and I came into the world, Christ bought us. Thank you, God, this morning. I'm going to shout all by myself. I thank God that he didn't have to buy into me. I didn't have to convince him that I was going to be good. I didn't have to convince him that I was going to be better. I didn't have to convince him that I was going to get saved. He died for me before I could even make a decision to be saved. And he did the same thing for you. This is not about buying into the vision. You don't get people to buy into church. Y'all not saying nothing to me. We don't get people to, we don't, we don't try to get people to see where they fit into the vision. So buy into this and become a part of this. No, for the simple fact that Jesus Christ gave his life. Sacrificed it for the entire world is enough. It's enough for us to catch a vision. Run with it. My, 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 my. Because at one point we were running in sin. But Christ bought us. Thank you, Jesus. He bought us. And now we run with his calls, with his calls, with his calls, with his calls. And so it's not about, it's not about, it's not about, it's not about me individually and the individuality of us. Y'all not saying anything to me right here. Well, we're intoxicated. Look at your social media. We're intoxicated. With ourselves, we're intoxicated with the lives of others. Talk to me. We're intoxicated with what other people are doing. We're intoxicated. Can't stay off of social media. Gotta see what somebody doing. Gotta know what your favorite star doing. Your favorite sports player is doing. Talk to me. Gotta see what your favorite team is doing. And you'll go for broke. Y'all not saying nothing to me. Over your favorite team and over your favorite star. Y'all can be quiet if you want to. I'm gonna preach anyway. You'll go for broke over some of these folk. You'll go see them. You'll pay for the ticket price. You'll pay for the admission. Y'all not saying nothing to me. But when it comes to the cause of Christ, where are we? What is the state of the church? Because we're intoxicated. We are inebriated. We are drunk on the wine of the world. I'm going to preach anyhow. It don't make a difference. We are drunk on the wine of the world. And so therefore the world looks at us and says, y'all supposed to be drinking something else. Why are you drinking the same wine we drinking? Why are you doing the same stuff we doing? Why are you going to the same places we going? You supposed to be different. You supposed to be a peculiar people. You supposed to be a different nation. You supposed to be going after something different. You supposed to show me how to get out of this. That's what the world is saying to the church. The world is asking the church, why are you drunk on the same thing we drunk in? We need an answer of how to get out of this. We need an answer for our addiction. We need an answer for our drunkenness. We need an answer for our problems. We're looking to the church for the church. It's drinking the same wine as the world. And the church or the world can't get an answer. Because the church is losing its influence. I'm going to say it again. Because we're losing our influence. 
Thank you, God. Because we're intoxicated publicly. My God. Publicly. Visibly. Yes, yes, yes. Intoxicated. Yes. With ourselves. Amen, amen, amen. God, I thank you. With my thing. For what I got going on. Amen, amen. And if you ain't a part of that, and I then forget you then. Because I'm singing like Janet Janice Jackson, what have you done for me lately? And some of us treat God that way. Come on. As if waking us up this morning wasn't enough. As if protecting us and keeping us and shielding us ain't enough. Taking care of us. Oh God, what would what, what, what the God that we were over in China? Come on, y'all, talk to me. Where they where they go to church underground. Come on. Mm. Where they have to sneak to go to church. Where every time they gather as the church, they are they stand at risk of losing their lives. Watch this. But that right there is such a great witness to the rest of the country that China is growing by leaps and bounds yes, in yes, its Christianity. Yes, yes. Because the people are going for broke. Yes. Because they're not intoxicated with their own individuality. This nation is the most individualistic nation in the world. My God, y'all ain't saying that to me. This is the most individualistic nation in the world. Me, mine, and mine. That's all we about. Come on, somebody. And it's flooded into the church. So if you ain't doing it like I want you to do it, if you ain't saying what I want you to say, if you ain't giving me what I want you to give, if you can't pay my lease, if you can't pay my rent, if you can't pay my mortgage, if you can't pay my light bill, my gas bill, come on, y'all, talk to me. Then I can't come to your church. You don't have nothing for me. I'm going to skip and go to the next church. But the hour now is, I wish somebody would have helped me. The hour now is that God is not looking. How in the world can we be an individualistic body? Because nothing in the body functions by itself. Oh, God. Nothing in the body of Christ, nothing in the physical body functions by, I said it earlier, everything in the body functions in order, in succession. Everything in the body, in the natural body, in other words, if something is wrong with my foot, are you with me? My leg steps in to help out my foot. The body is not built to be individualistic, are you with me? In other words, my hand, my left hand ain't saying I'm over here doing my thing and arm, you leave me alone and shoulder, you leave the arm alone and we're just doing our own thing. It wouldn't be a body, but the Bible says the body of Christ is fitly joined together. Every joint is applying to the other joint what they need. Y'all talk to me if you know your Bible. The body of Christ, we are members one, not church members on the paper. We are members, body members, hands, feet, legs one of another. We cannot function individualistically. We cannot be intoxicated with our own selves. We can't come in these four walls and be intoxicated with how saved we are. We can't come in these four walls and be intoxicated by how well we sing. We can't come in these four walls and be intoxicated by how cute we look. Y'all not saying of them men. We can't come in these four walls and be intoxicated because I made it to church. Ooh, give me a prize. Y'all talk to me. We can't come in these 
filled and be intoxicated. Hallelujah, because our marriage is a church, and we got a church, and we got a great pastor, and we are great people. We cannot be intoxicated by our individual greatness, but we must become influenced and impacted, and my God, ready to win a world because we see what the world is and we know the answer to their problems, and they can come to us for the answer. We're going to sit at the same spiritual table, drinking the same spiritual wine, and become intoxicated along with the world. God, I thank you this morning. God, I thank you this morning. And so we are, God said, a church that is drunk and disorderly. Disorderly. Just deal with that. Disorderly. Disorderly. Drunk and disorderly. When somebody gets that charge, they have been found to be intoxicated publicly, inebriated, not in full faculty of their senses or of their motor system. If you know anything about being drunk, you understand that it attacks the nervous system and the brain functioning. And therefore, it flows through the rest of the body to render the body unable to control itself. That's why you see a person that is intoxicated, um, um, stumbling, and not best because they're a not able to, here it is, control their selves. And so they might get a charge if they're in the public and they're doing something that is not appropriate for public view. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. They'll get a charge uh-huh. of being drunk and disorderly. Right meaning they have lost the capacity to keep themselves in order. The church is losing its capacity to keep themselves in order because we have an enemy and there are enemies that fight order. Amen. Come on, talk about that. Don't mind if you come in here and shout. Don't mind if we sing. Don't mind if we come in here and congregate and, and pray. Just don't have order. Just don't be in order. Don't mind if we dress up, clean up on Sunday, make it here, do our church thing. He skips through all that. Matter of fact, he chuckles. He sits back and laughs when he sees us leave here. And we're not in order. And there's no order. The enemy fights order. He fights order. He fights order because he's out of order. He goes to and fro, up and down in the earth, the Bible says, seeking whom he may devour. He doesn't have anything in order. He's the prince of the power of the air. He goes up and down all through the air. Are y'all with me? Above our heads. Okay. Stuff, places that you and I cannot see, but the Bible describes for us. He's there. He's he's the prince of the power of the air. And he's going to and fro. He's going everywhere. He's going from city to city. He's going from home to home. He's going from church to church. He's going from state house to state house. He goes from the White House. Come on, stay with me, y'all, to the courthouse. He's going everywhere. 
everywhere uh, uh, trying to create havoc so that there is no order. What's happening in our nation right now is an, is an attempt to disrupt order. Y'all, 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 y'all. It is not about a person. It is not about a particular skin color. It's not even about a particular party. You need to look higher than that. You need to look above that. You need to look into the spirit realm and see what's really going on. It's the enemy's attempt to put our country in chaotic disorder. Oh, I'm gonna preach it and don't nobody like it. It's an attempt to put our country at odds with each other. How can a United States be so united? How can a country that calls itself the United, do you know what that means? That we're all united. We're all the same. We all ascribe to the same thing. We all hold to the Constitution and to the principles. We are United States. How can a United States now be so separated, disjointed, and out of order? Because it is a spiritual influence and attempt. And the church cannot be involved. God, I thank you. The church cannot allow itself, I wish this was on Facebook Live, to be involved, to be intoxicated with the same mess and the same junk, the same fighting and the same feuding, the same warfare that's happening down here, being ignorant of the warfare that's happening in the spirit realm. We cannot become intoxicated with the Democratic Party. We cannot become intoxicated with the Republican Party. We cannot be intoxicated with a man that sits in a White House. We cannot, because all of these things are pawns. And if the church don't pray, things are not going to go the way that they should go. But if the church prays, I wish I had a prayer in church. I wish I had a praying church and y'all be shouting right now. You be on your feet with pastor right now. Because it's the church praise. The Bible says, yes, my people, which are called by my name, will humble themselves, pray, seek my face, turn from their own wicked ways. Then I will hear from heaven. I'll forgive their sins and I'll turn around and heal their land. You can't be drunk and disorderly. Huh? Oh, God. We have become and we're becoming a body um, that has lost our awareness that we are his body. That we are his body. Say that again. Say that again. The church isn't our body. Therefore, that distracts the individuality out of it. The church ain't our body. It ain't your body. It ain't mine. The church is his body. Thank you, Jesus. And he is not individualistic. There's a father. <laughs> God the Son and the Holy Ghost. Even God is not individualistic. He said, let us make man. He said, let us make man in our image after our likeness. I'm not going to do this by myself. Even God ain't intoxicated with his own self. Even God himself ain't overwhelmed with himself. 
He don't sit back and say, look at me. When he made the earth and he made the world, he said, look at it. It is good. Look at him, look at her, they good He's not even intoxicated with himself But we are becoming a church That is, that is following the patterns of, of the selfie Of the me, of the my, of the me My selfie generation And we are intoxicated So much to the point that we are Becoming a disorderly And if we're not careful And we don't repent That's it, that's it We're going to get the charge That's right, that's right Charge coming down Charges said, y'all are not saying nothing to me, but I'm talking to you prophetically. I'm talking to you about houses and cars, bread, and what's in your refrigerator, and clothes on your back. I'm talking to you prophetically because there is a climate in our nation, in our world, that is brewing. Yes, it is. And the brewing is starting in the realm of the spirit. In heavenly, in high places, spiritual wickedness. Stuff happening in the high places, warfare going on above your head, between the heavens and the earth. Y'all, come on, talk to me. There's a climate that is wrong. The stuff that you see happening right now in the earth is just a manifestation of what's already taking place in the spirit realm. The warfare that's taking place. Come on, talk to me. The warfare, Michael the archangel, uh, uh, Gabriel the angels, they, they, they show us in the, in the Old Testament, talking to the prophets, talking to Daniel and the other prophets, whereby they were, they, they told him, I was, we were up, we were at another region, we were at another location, no, no, let me bring it down the earth. We were over in California uh, doing warfare over that region when we heard you praying. Come on! In Ohio. Uh, but, 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 Daniel, we heard you praying, bruh, but we was caught up over in California because yeah. there was some stuff jumping off over there in the spirit realm yeah. that manifests itself in, in, in earthquakes. Yeah. Oh, God. Because if it happens in the spirit realm, the manifestation of it is the earthquakes, wars, rumors of wars, tornadoes. All of these things that break out, pestilences, diseases. That had never happened before or had been dormant for a while, but all of a sudden measles are rising up again. Pestilences. Read your Bible. Come on, folks. Come on, read your Bible. 714. Uh, 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 so, so, Daniel, so, 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 Michael the Archangel said, Man, we heard you, but we were over in, in LA fighting some stuff. Because there were some regional demons over there trying to take over some things. Now, you couldn't see it and you can't see it. But trust and believe, man, it's happening. We heard you praying. We was held up for 21 days trying to get to you. Wasn't that we didn't hear you? Wasn't that we didn't hear you? And we thank you for your patience that you didn't stop praying. But now here we are. We got handle the problem. Where are my praying people at? Where's the folks that can grow up in the spirit? You're not saying that to me. Where's the people that can pray in tongues? Get your prayer language out. The praying tongues of the enemy what you saying and said now I may be down the street. Where are the people that can have that Where are people at? Where 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 you at? They can pray in the power of the spirit and dismantle stuff like Daniel and the three boys did. Y'all not saying sit down. I gotta keep going. Uh, uh, yeah. So 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 a church. Let me. I gotta keep. I gotta move on. Let me. Thank you, Jesus. Move on. Um, so we conduct ourselves. Void of any of the consequences. Thank you, Jesus. We're drunk and disorderly. Thank you, Lord. Not realizing that we are his body. 
Yes. We're his body. Yeah, amen. Church. That's right. The church. The redeemed. The saved. We're his body in the earth. So we cannot conduct ourselves any kind of way. That's right. As if, as if, watch this, watch this, watch this. As if the church is not going to experience the consequences. Come on, come on. Wow. There's consequences. Oh, God. That's right. That's right. Amen. Yes. And so, the enemy's design is to keep us in a disorderly fashion. The purpose of that is this. Four things. So that we become disjointed. Yes. Wow. Wow. So that we become disjointed. Yes. Now, the level of disjoint, just disjointedness, to be disjointed, watch this, doesn't mean that you have and I have completely, or the church has completely fallen apart. It's just become disjointed. Mm -hmm. yeah. Come on, come on, mm -hmm. come on. I'm trying to go back to Ezekiel real quick while I'm still talking to you. It's just the fact that we have become, it starts with this, when we become disjointed. God, I thank you. Disjointedness is perpetuated through disinterest. Wow. Wow. wow, 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 that is true. Mm -hmm. Wow, wow. So we haven't fallen apart yet, but we become disjointed, meaning, meaning, meaning that uh, if, if anybody who may suffer um, with or, or anywhere in your body, but um, the thing that comes to mind is is what was that right here? The rotator cuff. Jesus. And I believe it becomes one of the issues. It becomes disjointed. Knee when you lose cartilage in your knees and you need knee replacement or whatever surgery or what have you, it's because um, that the, the, the knee cap and the knee become disjointed because there's not appropriate fluid and cartilage there to keep the joints in place and working properly. Mm -hmm. Disjointed. Um, disjointedness brings about a crippling. So we yes, might still be yes, standing, God, my God, my but God. now we're on crutches oh, because now oh, God, and at 4 a.m. I saw a church, a body of Christ wow. on crutches, wow. whereby we still have some capacity to stand, but it's, it's inhibited. My Jesus, my we're becoming disabled because of our disorder. The devil hates order. That's he amen, fights amen. it with yes, everything yes. he has. That's right. Therefore, that's why in this hour of individuality, we are so quickly offended. Come on! Because, watch this, I can be functioning and part of a body and jointed and connected to you one moment, but with one word or one look, I quickly become disjointed and I leave the fellowship. Lavish all sorts oh of love God. on you. You love on me. We oh love each Jesus. other. I speak into your life. You speak into mine. We're here functioning, flowing together. Watch this. But with one word. Because, oh because my individuality and my individualism, watch this, I become easily offended. Mm. 
So the enemy attacks me with the spirit of offense. Yes. It does not come from God. So I get in my feelings and I become offended and I disbar myself from the fellowship. Nobody asked me to leave. Nobody put me out. Nobody said I had to go. Y'all not saying nothing to me. Matter of fact, half the time we're begging you to stay. But because I'm offended, because my end of I, I cannot see the body of Christ, the church in its totality, and the effect that will take place if I dismember but disbar myself from the fellowship, it's going to cause somebody else, y'all not saying nothing to me, but it's right anyhow, to lose out. Come on, come on, come on. Let me quickly hurry on. Dismembered. Uh, uh, okay, so so next thing is uh, we become disjointed. Watch this. And then, and I ain't going to hurry too fast because now uh, I ain't going to hurry too fast. Because we can sit and listen and look at and out in 110 degree weather and take it. So let's take this word right here. After that, disjointedness, watch this, we become dismantled. Now the body becomes and enters into a, a time of becoming dismantled. Dismantled. Coming apart. Dismantled. Being broken, instead of build, build up, broken down. Dismantle. You know, anything about from the Old Testament, the mantle that Elisha requested of Elijah, it was a mantle of anointing. We don't talk much about mantles in this hour because we're too busy talking about be the best you can be and be you. And listen to me, don't shut me down. And 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 I'm becoming this, that, and the other, and live your best life. And I'm all for it. I'm all for that. Live your best life. Live your best life in Jesus Christ. Live your best life. That's the that is the best life. I'm all for all these little slogans and taglines. I'm not I'm not I'm not coming against it in that arena. Watch this. But what we have forgotten is that there is order. That's right. Amen. That's right. So where the anointing was concerned, Elijah had a mantle of anointing that he was going to, upon his going, ascending to, to, to heaven, leaving this earth, he was going to leave for Elisha. Elisha said, give me a double portion. If, I, if, if you give me anything, if you leave me anything, give me, don't give me your church. Don't give me your ministry. That's right. Talk to me. Don't give me your building. Don't give me your budget. No, I'm not saying to, nothing to me. You'll get it in a minute. Don't leave me your car. Don't leave me your house. Are you with me? Leave, give, leave me. Give me a double portion of your anointing. Because it's the anointing that will keep me from becoming intoxicated and inebriated. Y'all not saying nothing to me. It is the anointing that will keep me saved, holy, 
righteous. Talk to me. It's the anointing. Are y'all still with me? I know we ain't read our scripture yet or did we? Whatever. Um, we'll get back to it. Um, it's the anointing that will keep me saved. And it will keep me out of the intoxication. It will keep me from receiving the charge of drunk and disorderly. Right. It'll keep me out of the enemy's clutches Whereby he won't be able to deceive my mind And turn me into doing stuff I said I never would do It'll keep love in my heart Y'all not saying nothing to me It'll keep my feet firmly planted on the word of God Whereby no doctrine that's untrue and unreal False doctrine won't be able to sway me with this wind I'll be able to stand sure-footed on the word of God So that when anybody asks me what I believe I won't stutter about it But I'll be able to get it out of my mouth And into their heart Y'all not saying nothing to me so that they too can become believers in the same God that I believe in. I'm not all breath and, and bridges. I'm more than that. I'm power in the Holy Ghost. And so Elisha asked for his mantle. If people in this hour, let me talk to my young people. If people in this hour, old alike, would seek the mantle of God, then we would have the power to bring forth the manifestation of God in the earth because Romans declares that the whole earth is groaning. Why do you think there are earthquakes in diverse places? Why do you think there are tornadoes and hurricanes? Why do you think all of these things happen? It's the earth groaning. It's the earth rumbling. It's the earth uneasy. It's the earth looking for an answer. And if the body of Christ, sons and daughters, mantle bearers would seek the mantle and not just the ministry, then we would have an answer to prayers taking place. I need somebody to shout, I'm after the mantle, not the ministry. I've seen, I've seen, I've seen people, young and old, strive after a ministry. Somebody's church, their ministry to become an inheritor. I'm not saying nothing. But they lack the anointing. That the person that had the ministry before them had. Amen, amen. And what happens? It crumbles slowly, sometimes quickly, to the ground. Because the, what should have been sought after is the mantle. Watch this. And so the mantle, the church cannot become dismantled. And from this hour forth, I'm raising up sons and daughters. Come on! Amen. Say it again. From this hour forth, I'm raising up. That's my focus. That's my vision. I'm raising up sons and daughters. Not to be lackeys or slaves either. But to be men and women, children even, that have the mantle of the anointing. Willing to carry it. Willing to bear it. Willing to walk in it. Y'all not saying anything. So that when I'm dead and gone, the church rolls on. I wish I had somebody that would shout on that because that was just too good right there. So that it don't make a difference whether my body is in the earth. Come on here. That's what Jesus did. He left the mantle and called it the church. So that when he left, when he's gone, come on here, we still remain functioning and powerful and bringing forth in the earth. Before I go further, let me go to the scripture. 
Let me go to the scripture. Ephesians 4, 1 through 16. You can sit. We're going to read on. You can sit. sit this, you can set this one out. We're going to read on. Ephesians 4, 1 through 16. <clears throat> I therefore the prisoner of the Lord, Paul talking to the Ephesian church, beseech you to walk worthy of the calling with which you were called. In other words, we ain't talking about the calling. We ain't talking about the calling to preach, to teach. We're not talking about that. We're not talking about that. The, the, what he's referencing here is the calling of your salvation. Oh wow. yeah. When you was called to be saved, you yeah. didn't know you were called. Yes. Amen. 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 You didn't choose him. He chose Amen. you. Amen. That's it. That's it. He chose us. Are you with me? You were called. We were called by him. Yes. That's, that, that's who the church is. The called out ones. That's right. Called out ones. We're called out of the world. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. We're called out of the world. We're called the church now because we're in Christ. So that's what he's talking about, your calling. He said, I walk worthy of that calling with which you were called, with all lowliness and gentleness, with long-suffering, bearing with one another in love, endeavoring to keep the unity. Is that word again. United. Unity. Of the spirit in the bond of peace. There is one body and one spirit. Amen. Just as you were called in one hope of your calling. Yes. One Lord, yes. one faith, yes. and one baptism. Yes. One God and Father of all, Amen. who is above all, and through all, and in you all. Yes. But to each one of us, grace was given yeah. according yeah. to the measure of Christ's yeah. gift. Now he talked about the call. Now he's talking about the gift. Did you hear that? He talked about the call to be saved. Now he's talking about the gift. But to each one of us, grace, that's the first gift, was given according to the measure of Christ's gift. Therefore, he says, when he ascended on high, he led captivity captive. Yes. And he gave, here it is, gifts. Wow. Gifts, mantles, when he ascended on high, he gave gifts unto men and women. He gave mantles to the church. He gave anointing to the church. He died for our salvation for the call, but he gave when he ascended at last. In Acts chapter number one, he had done talking with the disciples and with the people, and he ascended after the resurrection. He ascended. He gave. He dropped down mantles. Yeah. Thank you, Lord. Not titles. Come on. Not positions. Help. Come on. Come on. Those are things that we created. He gave gifts unto us. All right. And now this he who ascended, what does it mean? But that he also first descended into the lower parts of the earth. He who descended is also the one who has ascended far above all the heavens. And he that he might fill all things. Watch this, verse 11. Are you with me? You ready? You ready? Here's the gifts. Here are the gifts. Say the gifts. The gifts. Here are the gifts that he left, that he dropped down left in the earth for the church and he himself gave some 
to be apostles, yes. some prophets, mm -hmm. some evangelists, mm -hmm. and some pastors and teachers. Mm -hmm. These are the gifts that he gave. Mm -hmm. Again, Amen. just because someone has a title, a position Jesus. even, a, a, an acclaim to something does not mean they have the gift. Does not mean that they receive and they're walking in. We're called to that gift. Are you with me? That's why you can't get frustrated with everybody you see on social media or on Christian TV, and they, you know, they in some kind of shambles or they in some kind of mess. Well, that's the, just because they have a title, even a building, don't mean they have the gift. You have to try the spirits, whether they be of God. Try it by the spirit. Try the spirit, spirits, watch this, by the spirit. Whether it's of God or not. Try the gift, are you with me? By the gift door. Whether it's of him or not, are you with me? Okay, let's keep going. Let's keep going. And he, I'm going to read again, verse 11. And he himself gave some, not everybody, not all. Some to be apostles, right. some prophets. Here's the order. Are you with me? Some evangelists and some pastors and teachers. Why did he give them? Here it is. Verse 12 answers that question. For the equipping of the saints for the work of the ministry. For the equipping of the saints for the work of the ministry. For the equipping of the saints, not to take a seat Come on, and do nothing, Come on. but for the work of the ministry. Yes. So he gives these gifts to the church yes. to equip the church yes. to do the work of the ministry. Yes. The yes. gifts don't do the work by themselves. The gifts don't do the work. The gifts have their job to do. The gifts have their function. I'm going to get to it in just a second. I'm going to show you. They get, and the problem is, why the enemy fights order is if he can get all of this out of order, then he got the church. That's right. That's right. That's right. And if he can tell you, you don't need no pastor. You can read the Bible yourself. That's how he gets us out of order. You don't need no leader. You can do that. You don't need to be led. You can read the Bible. You can stay home and do it by yourself. After all, the church is just full of hypocrites. Y'all not saying that to me. Church is full of hypocrites. Church is full of this, full of that, full of the other. That's right. The church is full of it. Yes. My God. Yeah, you can laugh. The church is full of it. Yes. Watch this. But, 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 watch this. That's why, that's why, because the church needs equipping. Amen. 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 The church ain't supposed to be the gift. God, I thank you. Oh, Jesus. The church is called. Called out. The church ain't the gift, Ophelia. Are you with me? I'm going to preach to you. You hear me? The church ain't the gift. The church has the gifts. The church listens to the gifts. The church is directed, led, taught. Are y'all with me? Prophesied to by, sent by. The church is sent by the gifts. Let me show you. Okay, let me show you before I get to the other dismember and dismiss. All right, here it is. The apostles are sent and they the apostles send. Are sent and they they send. send laborers. They establish other churches. They encourage the body of Christ. Amen, amen. That's a person or that's people, people that function 
as the gift in an apostolic order. They increase, it ain't a title. Right, right. Ooh, right. right. Amen. It's not a title. It's not a particular just position. No, it's a spiritual gift. Right. It's a gifted. Amen. It's a gift. Some people are just gifted. Are you with me? Amen. Some people are gifted. You, you, he, he's gifted. He's, he himself gave some to be apostles who send and who are sent. Yes. They go in and their, their, their gift is just to encourage the body of Christ. To encourage pastors and other apostles and prophets and teachers and evangelists to, to, to see the church be built up in, in, in those areas they're sent. Are you with me? Amen. Prophets speak forth. They're involved in prophetic prayer and worship. Amen. I already explained to you, prophets hear the heart of God and come back and tell the people what's on the heart and mind of God. Right. Those are prophets. Thus saith the Lord. I heard from the Lord. Ezekiel was a prophet. He was in a valley of dry bones, and the Lord spoke to him and said, Prophesy. Y'all know what I done shared with you. Ezekiel 37. He was a prophet. Are you with me? Are you with me? Those are prophets. They come back and tell. They speak forth. Evangelists save souls. Apostles sin, sin, prophets speak. Evangelists save souls. They're involved in the making of disciples. I'm trying to show you something. I'm getting somewhere. Are y'all with me? Yes, yes. They're involved in making disciples. Yes. They have a passion, a heart. They, they, they have been gifted with, with, with declaring and sharing the gospel. Now, we all should share our faith. We all should be involved in the sharing of our faith and, and hence the saving of the soul. Watch this. But there are those that he gave some as evangelists to be involved in discipling, making disciples. All right? Pastors shepherd the flock. Right. Yes. Yes. Already said it. They feed and lead and guide. They shepherd the flock. So after the, the disciples are made, are you with me? After church is being established and, and prophets are speaking forth the word of the Lord in the heart of God. And the evangelists are busy saving and rescuing and bringing in souls. Watch this. Now the shepherd of the flock. Yes. The shepherd of the flock. The shepherd of those souls lead and guide you and feed you in, in everything, in the things of God. Are you with me? To build you up to be a stronger Christian, a stronger believer. The pastor is necessary. The evangelist is necessary. The prophet is necessary. The apostle is necessary. Got, got the last one for you. The teacher shows the way. The teacher is gifted to show us the way. Are you with me? Are you with me? As we're being guided by the pastor and led and fed. Watch this. The teacher comes back. Watch this. And teaches the disciples the way. Oh, Jesus. So that the disciples, once they become disciples, stay disciples. That's it. The enemy fights to dismantle all of this. Right. on. So that, so that, watch this, so that there is a church, uh, perhaps, that, that, well, I believe in a pastor, but I believe in apostles. Well, how in the world do you believe in the gift, in one gift of God and not all the gifts of God? Come on, come on, come on, come on, he seeks to dismantle. He seeks to disjoint. Watch this. And then dismember us. That means take us totally and completely apart. That's right. That's right. 
so that the church has a bone over here, uh, an arm bone over here, and a leg bone over there, and there's a few, few fingers over on that side of town. Y'all talk back to me. And there's a hand over there dismembered. Oh my God. Whereby you have a torso, a cor oh God, a spiritual corpse, but you don't have all the members attached. Oh my God. When some of the body show up this month, and the rest of the body don't show up for three months. Okay, see y'all, 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 get so the legs show up one Sunday. Y'all not saying nothing to me. The legs is trying to go out and do outreach. Y'all ain't saying nothing to me. But the arms and the fingers that have the reach are somewhere kicking it. Y'all not saying nothing. And saying, that ain't my part. That ain't my function. I wasn't called to do that. And nobody asked me. I didn't sign up for that. Stop that mess. Sign up. What are you talking about? You signed up when you got saved. When I, I say, watch this, for whatever God needed me to do, it just so happens that he called me and gifted me to preach and be a pastor. That's right. Amen. That's right. But what did he save you for, call you and give children to? That's right. That's right. Amen. Y'all not saying nothing to me. Amen. So you got this body over here trying to. Flipping around. That's right. And if the legs are disjointed, then you got a torso on the ground try, trying to still dig and get the work done. Y'all not saying nothing to me, but that's okay. Because then when it's time to move on, it ain't got no legs. His ultimate goal is to take the head off. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. His ultimate goal, talk to me, is to cut the head off. Cut the leadership off. Y'all not saying nothing to me. You know how he cuts the leadership off? By you and I disrespecting leadership. Yeah. Having no honor for leadership. That's how he cuts it off. Because he cuts off our influence. Yeah. When people do not honor and respect leadership. Come on, y'all. Talk to me. When we don't honor and respect. That's why I honor and respect to the fullest. My pastor. Yet pastor has a pastor. I was saved under him. Y'all not saying I'm for real saved under him. Came out of sin under his message. Y'all not saying nothing to me. Got clean. Y'all ain't saying nothing to me. No, I wasn't drug addicted or alcohol, but I was dirty with some other stuff. Wish I had somebody that was honest. All right. And I got saved and I got sanctified and filled with the Holy Ghost. And watch this. I don't jump pastors. Like I'm doing hopscotch or jumping jumping double dutch. Yeah. yeah. Right. Come on, church. I, I don't have nine spiritual fathers. Yeah, that's right. Amen. That's right. Glory to God. That's right. Nine fathers and mothers in the in the natural realm didn't birth you. You had one mama that's right. and one daddy. That's who got you here. Spiritually, in the spirit realm, stop with all this nine spiritual fathers, nine spiritual mothers, nine, come on, y'all talk to me, nine pastors. This pastor don't like what you got to say, so you hop to another one. Uh, that you don't like what's going on over here, so let me hop over there. Well, let me help you. Because when you hop, you're going to find something else somewhere else that's going to cause you to hop from there to somewhere else. Because you do not honor leadership. You have to honor. The, are you hearing me? Yes, ma'am. We are in an age with a church, a body of Christ, that does not honor, esteem, and respect spiritual leadership. That's why we can talk to them any kind of way, treat them any kind of way, and expect anything and everything out of them. That's right. And that's not what they were gifted to do. That's right. 
And what it does is it creates a disjointedness and a dismemberedness and a dismantledness whereby we are just we, we disbar ourselves. Are you with me? From the body of Christ. So that, watch this, so that when the enemy hits me um, next week or the week after. Because uh, cause, cause, cause I dismember and dismantled and disbarred myself from the church. Uh -huh. I let the enemy come in and deceive me. Watch this. And because I'm not built up, I'm not edified and equipped, I ain't got nothing to fight with. And so when he comes every Wednesday, he just blows me around. Temptation comes. It just blow me around. Y'all just talk to me. Come on, talk to me. Come talk to me. I just get led astray. Soon as that wind blow. Y'all ain't saying that. Soon as that 36, 24, 36 blow my way. I just think. Soon as I see something on Facebook, I'm just blown away. Y'all ain't saying nothing. Because I have not been in a place where I can be equipped. Edified, watch this, and I'm not occupied. Thank you, Holy Ghost. I'm not occupied with the work of the Lord. I promise you, you get busy working for God, you ain't gonna have time for all that other junk. And I got two eight minutes on that, but that's good. I can handle it. You get busy, get out of your individualistic self, and get busy on working for the Lord and talking to somebody else, telling your story, telling them about how God delivered you, how He got you out of your mess, telling somebody else and bringing them along with you. Glad to see you brought your folks with you. Bring the folks along with you. Y'all not saying that. And then that way, it will keep you occupied after being edified. Huh? It'll keep you occupied on the things of God. That way, the stuff that had you can't get you no more. Who am I talking to? That's what the enemy wants to do. He wants to get you. He wants to pull you so far away. Every man or woman, when he is tempted, is drawn away. Uh -huh, drawn away. Drawn away by his own. Y'all ain't saying nothing to the pastor. But the Bible said by his own lust. So as soon as the wind of temptation blows, if you're not equipped and edified and solid, and working for God in some capacity, you're going to get, look at your neighbor and say, you're going to get blown away. By every wind of teaching, that's what doctrine is, teaching that comes your way. Watch this. So now in Atlanta, Georgia, a church, I will not mention this name, a church has now hired onto their staff a psychic. And this psychic says, oh, the church just loves me, and they embrace it. My family loves me, and they embrace it. Now you have a situation where because either the pastor, the leaders, or somebody don't know the word and what the Bible shares with us about not entertaining psychics and spiritists. Come on here. Come on. The diviners who work in divination and witchcraft are all together. They're all the same thing. Are y'all with me? Yes, so now, so now the church, <laughs> the body of Christ, uh, she says, watch this, she says, and I quote, um, that this gift of a medium should be incorporated as one of the gifts. So what she's literally saying, in case you don't understand, is that, watch this, watch how the devil works, is that we should take the gift, the gift of a medium and put it among the apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers. Put in medium. That's what she said. That's what she believes. And unfortunately, that's what that church is falling for. But where is the church that says absolutely not? The Bible says don't add one word to it and don't take one word away from it. 
and we will not add a devilish medium to our lineup of gifts. Because when Jesus ascended, he gave enough. Did he give enough? He gave us enough. He gave us enough of the apostle. He gave us enough of the prophet. He gave us enough of the evangelist. He gave us enough of the pastor. And he gave us enough in the teacher. The devil's job, watch this, he dismantles, he's dismantling, you see that? So if I can creep into the church and I can cause you to hire someone who deals in witchcraft, a medium is a person who speaks to the dead. Can I ask what advantage we that have life have in talking to the dead? She says, this is a gift. Wow. But I want to show you. I'm trying wow. to show you something that's happening in the world and in the church. If we don't know what we stand for and stand for, we will fall for anything. That's right. That's right. That's right. We'll fall for it. Are you with me? Because perhaps there's someone there who, you know, um, you know, I deal in a few different things. And, you know, I have a vast worldview. And uh, I'm uh, into meditation and consciousness and self-awareness watch it watch itself watch itself and i'm intoxicated with uh you know now what is the new um mode of meditation that we have now somebody talk back to me no not that's old yoga yoga what's this new thing oh uh, Mind, let's do the mind. Mindfulness. Mindfulness. And I'm now mindful. And I'm mind. Well, whose mind are you full of? Y'all talk to me. Talk to me. I'm trying to show you. I'm trying to prophetically help God's church. Yes, ma'am. And it may not go past this room. But if it goes into your heart. And if it goes into your life. You can take it out to the world. Amen. It may never go out from here oh, this moment. But if you out. will take this and hear the heart of God. Yes. If you'll hear the heart of God, yes. please. Yes. I'm begging you. Yes. I'm begging you yes. to hear the heart of God because he loves his church. Yes. He loves the world. Yes. He loves everybody. Yes. He doesn't want anybody to be lost Amen. or deceived. He doesn't want us to be out of order and dismantled right. and disorderly. He wants us to function and work and flow and be fruitful in the work of the Amen. ministry. Amen. So I'm asking you to hear God's heart this morning and every other single morning and go back and take the word to others. Because if he can dismantle us and disorder us and get us to live in a disorderly fashion he knows that we will never be able to be as fruitful as we can be we'll never have the influence and the impact on the world that we can have but i stand here to tell you that as sure as god is speaking this for his heart he will always have a people and he'll always have a church and he will always have you and he will always have me who will speak forth his word who will refuse to bow bow to the knees of Baal, who will refuse to bow to Nebuchadnezzar's sound who will refuse to give in to the sound of the world's music. I need to know if there's anybody here today who is willing, who is willing to close your ears 
to the tune and the sound of Nebuchadnezzar's music, who refused to bow to Baal, false gods and false religion, who refused to incorporate all kind of religions, talking about there's various ways to God. There's one way to God, and his name is Jesus Christ. I said there's one way to God, and his name is Jesus Christ. There is only one way. You cannot get there through Buddha. You cannot get there through Confucius. You cannot get there through the Elijah Muhammad. You cannot get there through any other man. There is but one name whereby men can be saved, and that is the name of Jesus. And I declare that my voice only fits in this room. I declare that Jesus is Lord, and there is one way. There's one Lord. There's one faith. There's one Come on, pray in the spirit. Pray in the spirit. We've prayed in our flesh long enough. 
we prayed in the physical longer than Pray in the spirit. Come on, your prayers have to ascend. They've got to reach places in this hour. Hallelujah. That your, that your English language won't reach. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. The Bible says pray in the spirit and pray with the understanding. Come on, pray in the spirit. Thank you, Jesus. 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 Thank you